Say What? Say What Radio Show. With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. And welcome to the Say What Show. It's February 13th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard and Jan Shaw. And we are going to um, just do what we do, which is to tell you what we're thinking and hopefully having a good time doing it. So, Dolly, how are you doing? And Dolly is back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing better. Uh, I still am kind of wonky. Uh, I'm very unbalanced, yet I still fall to the left side. Um, but I can talk. I can sit here and talk. So I'm very thankful that uh, it wasn't any worse than it was. Just a mini stroke. And I'm looking for my teeth. I apologize. Um, so I'm better and I'm home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome home, darling. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And Jan, how are you doing? Another great show. Thank you. I had a bit of fun today. And bless you, uh, Dolly, I had no idea about your stroke. So I'm so glad that, you know, you're you're doing well and uh, uh, well enough to be on the show, of course. So that's good. And um, yeah, so good. And take care of yourself. I know you've got you've got a family to take care of you. So that's the main thing. (laughs) Yes, they were here, too. And I woke up. And uh, was in the process of having the stroke, so the kids were both still here. Well, that's good. Yeah. Divine timing. Your angels were looking after you. Oh, yeah. Very much so. And I had a bedroom full of men again. Ooh, look at you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but no action, Jan. (laughs) Just my body shaking and not cooperating. (laughs) (laughs) well i think you should explain that it was the paramedics that were taking you by ambulance that that's why you had all those men in you (laughs) i I, I did i did realize that i know you did but i'm I'm hearing people out there going like where'd the men come from (laughs) because i i went to the i went to the hospital and then i remembered no because you would you would This is not your first rodeo in this arena, and that you always seem to have a lot of very nice-looking men helping you out. Yes, I sure did. I didn't see anyone who wasn't attractive, young and old and middle. They were all very sweet, too. I, I I don't remember a whole lot about that part. But I remember somebody shouting at me, open your eyes, Dolly, open your eyes. And I'm thinking, what the heck is he saying? Because I thought my eyes were open. (laughs) So I had to open them to look at him. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was a it was quite the experience. Had a good looking doctor in the ER. Oh boy, was he good looking. And very nice. Oh my gosh, this this doctor was you know, some doctors are nice. But this doctor was nice. Oh. <laughs> he, he gave me, uh, he, he asked, he said, I'll, I'll be right back after we had talked for a while and 50 other people had been in and asked me the same thing. Uh, thank God Annette was there to tell him. Um, he came back and he and he stood at the head of the bed and he was looking at me with his hands on his hips and he said, well, golly, what in the hell can I give you? <laughs> I'm allergic to everything under the sun. Oh. And so I looked at him and, and I said, well, you could give me the morphine, but you have to give me the cocktail. He said, cocktail coming up. So I got the Benadryl, the uh, the anti-nausea thing, and then I got the morphine, and I never once got sick. Good. Thanks to him. So if the doc- doctors and the medical staff are so good-looking over there, maybe that's another reason to move to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you ever need them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tell you, I I really haven't, except for when Annette had to take the ambulance ride, there was one who wasn't so nice and he wasn't so good looking. Maybe that's, maybe he was just jealous of everybody else, so he was grumpy, I don't know. (laughs) Well, as they say, there's always one. Yes. (laughs) And there was, when we were getting out of the ambulance, and I looked over by the hospital doors and there's a security guard which of course there's always a security guard that dude followed us into my room stood there while they worked on me and got me stabilized and then he says I'm sorry to ask you this but I have to do you have a gun on you you're kidding I looked at him I said, are you fucking uh, kidding me? Oh, my God. He says, no, I have to ask you this. Do you have uh, any bullets on you? I were just you, kept looking were at you. Wearing you your, were you wearing your Trump hat? Were you wearing your Trump hat? No. <laughs> I mean, what it, the? I know. I said, are you serious? I just came in here in the ambulance. And you're asking me these stupid-ass questions? And he looked kind of sheepish. Sheepish, yes. (laughs) I have to ask you these. And then I thought, I shouldn't be yelling at him. I should be yelling at his boss, who's making him ask these stupid things. I looked, I said, seriously, do you see anything where I could carry a weapon on me? I mean, I was in my jamma. My, my nightgown, and it was pulled up, and I'm telling you, I, uh, I I felt pretty exposed to the whole damn world, and he's asking me these questions. Do I, do I have a gun on me? Do I have a knife on me? Do I have bullets on me? What? what? The world's gone mad. The world's gone mad. really has. <laughs> well, what's really upsetting about this is this is Florida. 
You know, I mean, Florida is the, you know, te- Texas and Florida, the last two free states in the union. Yeah. And, hey, Dolly, do you realize that Russell would probably not be able to get back to see you if if Biden shuts the state down? Well, like our governor said. <laughs> F you? Oh, fuck. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> You know, when, when, when we started this back, you know, about this time last year, and there was a Zoom call with my family, one of my sisters, the youngest one, said, hey, what's the matter with your governor there? Well, I didn't even know who the governor was, because I wasn't paying any attention to state politics. I had more important things to do. I had to save the world. So she says, you know, I said, what, what are you talking about? And I'm struggling to try to remember his name. And she says, well, he sounds like he's crazy. Oh, I'd like to get in her face and ask him about the crazy governors, you know. <laughs> but they, they probably do think he's really crazy because he's telling the President of the United States to F off. He's not the President of the United States. Oh, I'm so sorry, yes. States. Well, in their mind it is. In their mind. Yes. The imposter. Yes. yes. Jim Carrey. I'm telling you, you're going to find out it's Jim Carrey. I, I, with a mask on, yeah. Yeah, it's Jim Carrey. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, always, I always thought he was deep state. Jim Carrey? Mm. I, that wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me one little bit. He's well. <laughs> but I would have thought that it would have been a white hat that would be, um, you know, impersonating uh, Biden, not. Uh, not a deep state person. Why would you think that? Well, because if the other Biden has been removed, then this, you know, this is all part of the plan to expose the the agenda by putting Biden in. That's why Trump allowed the the election to be stolen to put a a Biden in to basically wake people up to what these people are all about. And I mean, there are a lot waking up to the all these job losses and you know the stupid things he's doing and the the uh, the border and you know ad infinitum. So that's why I would have thought it would be a white hat pretending to be Biden rather than um, a deep state player. Would any true patriot be able to put themselves in a body mask of Biden? Oh, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> You'd probably throw up. It's a bit like trying to watch the Democrats in the uh, impeachment trial. <laughs> oh, I couldn't watch it either. I tried, but I just, I just couldn't. I couldn't even watch the Republican lawyers or the president's lawyers. I just was like... You people are just all sound so insane to me. Why are we doing this? Because I was I was really hoping they would present the electric the electric the election fraud information, and I thought they had plenty of opportunity to be able to do that because it was continually brought up that he kept telling people that it was a fraud. So I found that interesting, and I could say, well, okay, is this is this a bad sign for us? that believe that it was a fraud and that, 
you know, this is really a fake government and, you know, all of the theater that's involved. It, could it be that we're wrong and, you know, that, that they're just trying to save his ass and get him out of the picture? You know, I mean, and then I thought, no. <laughs> well, I think that the Dems are going to come up with a, another thing uh, like this trial, this thing, impeachment thing. They're going to come up with something else because they lost the impeachment. And I'm thinking it's going to be where they can present the evidence that Mike Lindell came up with and other people have come up with. So I think they're saving that for the next fiasco. Or they already know that they've got a better avenue to present it. They, True. Because, because there are court cases that are continuing. They haven't all been thrown out. None of them was thrown out for a lack of merit. It, they, they threw them out because of a lack of procedure, the ones that were thrown out. But there's an awful lot of them that are going through. So... You know that, and then I said, "No, that's probably the reason they've got. They just want to get rid of this stupidity, and um, you know, present it." Because I do think that, that there was somebody that was talking in terms of was it you last week, maybe? Um, but because the weeks are flying, um, but the concept that you know, again, and it's been continually pressed upon us that Trump tries to do everything so legally that there's a legal definition for the actions that they take. And certainly, in a drummed-up, shouldn't-have-happened impeachment trial, is not as impressive as a Supreme Court decision. Know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. What Listen, you know, you know what we should do, uh, Jan? Did you want to read the, the Matthew thing, or do you want me to? You know you're better at it. I don't mind. I can read it. Um, I was just um, looking up something in, in terms of the lunatics having taken over the asylum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and this was something I posted on my Facebook um, earlier this week. And it just shows how flipping crazy the world has got. Uh, it was hospitals instruct midwives to use terms chest feeding and human milk to be gender inclusive. <laughs> oh, for crying out. A group oh. of hospitals in Great Britain, oh my God, is raising eyebrows after instructing midwives to start using the terms chest feeding and human milk to be more gender inclusive. Brighton and Sussex University Hospitals will also be rebranding their maternity services department as perinatal services. Terms like chest feeding and human milk are being introduced at an NHS trust in a bid to boost inclusivity. Staff have been asked to use gender-neutral language alongside, not instead of, traditional terms to ensure that all groups are represented and it's got a table of one referring to the birthing parent <laughs> oh all the new the terms yeah oh my gosh they're it's insane like, let me read these because they are absolutely ridiculous breastfeeding breast or chest feeding breast milk human milk or breast stroke chest milk or milk from the feeding mother or parent her may need to use them or their when replacing woman with woman or person maternal maternal and parental Ma maternal or maternity maternity or perinatal 
This acknowledges that maternity sometimes refers to terminology which is not possible for BSUH, I don't know what that is, to change at present. Maternal consent, informed consent, maternal notes or maternity notes, handheld notes or antenatal stroke labour and birth care stroke postnatal care record. Mothers, mothers or birthing parents or mothers and birthing parents. And honestly, it is just so effing ridiculous. And I posted something in the comments when I when I put this out. It reminds me of Life of Brian, Monty Python's Life of Brian. I don't know if you're familiar in that, but there's one scene and. Of course, Life of Brian is a kind of satire on Jesus. <laughs> and there's a scene where they're sat in this, um, in this, uh, watching, you know, the Christians being fed to the lions and things in this Roman uh, arena or whatever you call it. And they're having this conversation. This is um, these group of uh, militants. And the key point is, as one of them, um, I think it's Michael Palin that's playing the part. And his his name his character name is Stan. And they're talking about something or other. And every time they say man, he interjects or women. And it comes down to why why are you so obsessed with women, Stan? Because I want to be one. From now on, I want you to call me Loretta. <laughs> And he says, and they say, well, why do you want to be a woman, Stan? I want to have babies. And when they say, you can't have babies, the response is, don't you oppress me. <laughs> Honestly, it's hilarious. But <laughs> but you haven't got a womb. <laughs> don't you oppress me. <laughs> it's so funny. Honestly, it's crazy. You're right. It's a, it's an upside down world. But I... I don't even want to get into it. I want to. I don't want to justify it any any more than than just saying how crazy it is because it doesn't make any damn sense to me at all. Absolutely. But before we go into the Matthew thing, yes. Uh, on the same site, this is Gateway Pundit again. Um, Trump has released a statement following his acquittal. Oh, good. Read it. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh... Trump was found not guilty on Saturday. So it's got the whole statement. I want to first thank my team of dedicated lawyers and others for their tireless work upholding justice and defending truth. My deepest thanks as well to all of the United States senators and members of Congress who stood proudly for the Constitution we all revere and for the sacred legal principles at the heart of our country. Our cherished constitutional republic was founded on the impartial rule of law, the indispensable safeguard for our liberties, our rights and our freedoms. It is a sad commentary on our times that one political party in America is given a free pass to denigrate the rule of law, defame law enforcement, cheer mobs, excuse rioters and transform justice into a tool of political vengeance and persecute, blacklist, cancel and suppress all people and viewpoints with whom or which they disagree. 
I always have and always will be a champion for the unwavering rule of law, the heroes of law enforcement and the right of Americans to peacefully and honorably debate the issues of the day without malice and without hate. This has been yet another phase of the greatest witch hunt in the history of our country. No president has ever gone through anything like it, and it continues because our opponents cannot forget the almost 75 million people, which I think is an understatement, actually, the highest number ever for a sitting president who voted for us just a few short months ago. I also want to convey my gratitude to the millions of decent, hardworking, law-abiding, God and country loving citizens who have bravely supported these important principles in these very difficult and challenging times. Our historic, patriotic and beautiful movement to make America great again has only just begun. In the months ahead, I have much to share with you. And I look forward to continuing our incredible journey together to achieve American greatness for all of our people. There has never been anything like it. We have so much work ahead of us and soon we will emerge with a vision for a bright, radiant and limitless American future. Together, there is nothing we cannot accomplish. We remain one people, one family and one glorious nation under God. And it's our responsibility to preserve this magnificent inheritance for our children and for generations of Americans to come. May God bless all of you and may God forever bless the United States of America. And it says the statement. Oh, I think I've read that. Yeah, it's all right. You're right. (laughs) Yeah, it's all right. I've got some gusty wind here and I had Uh, my outer door open and it's just slammed shut. Oh, okay. 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 Um, Well, that's very heartening. I mean, you know, he obviously is, is not out of the game. Absolutely, it's it's very subtly put. Yeah, <laughs> open to open to interpretation. I think. Yep. Yep. So I think it's something like the shit's about to hit the fan. <laughs> <laughs> End of the swamp, people. Yeah, quite. <laughs> Out for good. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's that was a nice thing to hear. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so excellent. Do you want to read uh, Matthew because uh, you know it sort of supports. Yeah, sure. it, gi- it gives you it gives you more insight in what may be about to happen. Okay. I've now wait a minute. Let's let, let uh, we, we should tell people. This maybe some people don't know who we're talking about. Um, do you know the story better than I do? Probably, Matthew. The uh, story. I know that. Well, I don't know the the full story, but Matthew. Um, is channeled by his mother. I don't know the circumstances of how he died or anything, but it it was one, isn't it, when he was a teenager? I yeah, believe. I think he was eighteen. It was an automobile accident, if I remember. Ah, correctly. right. Okay. Yeah, and so his mother is it Susie? Susie, yes. Yeah, she channels his messages, and he puts out a message, or she puts out his message once a month. And I first came across him on Golden Age of Gaia. They used to post his uh, messages there which is interestingly the same place that led me to finding you Nancy so there you go <laughs> yeah and, and I found Jean through this you know so it's it's all it all you know and then Ani Avedisian and I think Jean probably met through Susie because they both know her 
So it's, you know. All right. Mm. Yeah. And Ani's the one that started reading these. And uh, so Ani's going to be gone for at least a year because she's got a job that she has to work during this time frame. But, um, yeah, so Matthew is, he's given us another goodie. And uh, Jan's going to read it for us. Thank you. Yeah, and and you've already read this, but I haven't had a chance to read it yet, so it's all new to me. All right, so this this is put out on February 3rd. Uh, Light Forces Mission, More Secure New Course, U.S. Governance, Nasara History, Putin, Pope Francis, COVID Vaccines, Crystalline Cells. With loving greetings from all souls at this station, this is Matthew to all who are disappointed that no major action was taken three weeks ago to rid the United States government of pervasive corruption, we say, please do not be downhearted. The force of lightworkers has not abandoned the mission. When those in charge received a late hour threat that could have been a national disaster, they chose a safe course that will also give time for broader public receptivity. Impatience with lockdown and financial hardships could reduce resistance to the new course, which will achieve the same results as a one fell swoop event, but in more secure stages. Government shakeups and arrests are happening in numerous countries and the Illuminati in the United States know this is ahead for them during the next few months. We don't know if the truth about the pandemic in, in quotes, will come out before arrests are publicly known. But assuredly, mask madness, COVID testing and vaccinations will be meeting their end and all COVID patients will receive simple, effective treatment. In no way are we diminishing the profound loss to families of the persons who died due to the disease by saying that in most cases they were abiding by sole contracts longevity clause. Dear ones, when you are moving about freely again, schools and businesses are open and attendance at churches, sports events and large celebrations have resumed or has resumed. Excuse me a minute, I need to cough. <clears throat> Got a tickle in my throat. Uh, life will not be back to normal, nor would you want it to be. Life as you have known it has been controlled by massive deception, greed and societal conditioning. What is quietly moving forward as we speak is the liberation of Earth civilization. We have been asked why we are putting so much emphasis on what happens in the United States. Never does this mean that people in other countries are less valuable to us. All souls on Earth are beloved members of our universal family. Our emphasis is how the United States is governed. In previous messages, we have said that the Illuminati are entrenched in Washington, D.C., the seat of the U.S. government, from whence they control not only what happens in that country, but heavily influence what happens everywhere else. They are deeply embedded in the Vatican and a London district as well, the triad of darkness, you could say. But in their global network of dominoes, the first to fall must be the United States, where NASARA, National Economic Security and Reformation Act, can be implemented. 
The importance of this act cannot be overstated. All of that legislation's provisions have great significance, but the one that has to precede the others is this. Everyone in the government must resign and a new governmental body formed. This has nothing whatsoever to do with partisan politics. It is not widely known that from 1871 to date, the US government has been running the Corporation of the United States of America, a corporation owned by the Illuminati, and they dictate how it is to be operated. That is far from what was intended by the nation's founders, who established the newly United States as a sovereign nation with a republic form of governance. The, Alami, the Illuminati know the universal law. Nothing exists without energy. Everything in existence requires energy to grow, and they left no stone unturned to keep Nasara from gaining energy by becoming known. First was the gag order issued by President Clinton, who signed the legislation in 2000 at the command of the country's military. The gag order legally prohibited anyone who knew about the act to ever speak about it. And since it was kept under wraps, there were very few thoughts and feelings to give it growth energy. But when word about Nasara started coming forth, including that St. Germain and spiritually evolved individuals on the planet authored the act, energy started building. The Illuminati put out the word that Nasara is a conspiracy theory. They concocted that label, which they attached to all information that exposes them and their heinous activities, and they have conditioned the populace to believe that whatever is tagged conspiracy theory is the idea of half-witted minds. For a time, that ploy put the axe energy in limbo, but as more and more people heard about it, their thoughts and feelings gave it momentum to push forward. To counter that, Congress wrote National Economic Stabilization and Recovery Act, by severely distorting the genuine act, the new one created a mass of confusion and many fence-sitters became disbelievers. Illuminati-controlled judges in International Court of Justice in The Hague devised one delay after another in hearing cases submitted by Nasara's legal advocates. That inaction and believers' discouragement slowed the act's movement and corruption, oppression, impoverishment and atrocities continued. Wise minds decided Nasara could not be further delayed and a public announcement was scheduled for September 12, 2001. When the Illuminati learned of that, persons at the highest level of the US government, aided by outsiders, caused the infamous 9-11. The masterminds of that event were right. A shocked and grief-stricken citizenry would not question the official story and conspiracy theory was attached to evidence showing that story is false. The other democratically elected governing bodies also have to be purged of dark control. So G was added to Nasara to expand the act from national to global. Since the international group working to rid the world of darkness is by means of the act's provisions, Jasara stroke Nasara is appropriate. During the past year, the Illuminati assassinated two of Nasar and Jasara's leaders, Vladimir Putin and Pope Francis. 
Putin was replaced with a lookalike, and the Pope usually is depicted by holography. Nevertheless, ever-rising vibrations guarantee the triumph of the light forces and Nasara will succeed in what it is intended to do. A passage in a message hat on transmitted to my mother 15 years ago states the intention succinctly. Hold within your hearts the vision of the world you want for yourselves and your families, for all the inheritors of Earth. And this is the message. A world where peace and love replace war and hatred, where governments are led by just, prudent and spiritual women and men, not power mongers led by darkness, where fair distribution of all resources replaces the extremes of egregious greed and desperate poverty, where universal and planetary truths replace the web of lies that has controlled your lives. The concept and intent of Nasara is to help you create that world on Earth. Now let us answer your questions about the virus, beginning with the variant virus strain is more contagious and maybe more deadly than its predecessor. As mentioned in a previous message, tests are designed to detect regular, in quotes, flu and colds, and those are being called variants, in quotes. We cannot emphasize too strongly that the purpose of all mainstream media, in quotes, pandemic related reporting is to create fear. That is why lie upon lie is disseminated and the truth from thousands of medical professionals that is published on the Internet is removed as soon as it is discovered. The energy of fear for self or others for any reason lowers immunity and makes bodies more susceptible to contracting COVID and a number of other illnesses. That is one of the benefits the Illuminati are reaping. The fear energy emitted by everyone in financial straits due to lockdown is another. Remember, dark hearts and minds require fear energy's low vibrations for their very survival. Extraterrestrial special forces scientists decrease the virus potency in vaccines to the extent possible. Complete elimination will be noticeable, but even greatly reduced toxicity is provide, producing serious adverse effects in people with weak immunity and the number of deaths following vaccination is growing. If you and your loved ones are healthy and have no medical issues, you need not be unduly concerned if employment mandates vaccination. People with strong immune systems usually have short-lived mild reactions. However, if you or loved ones have any health issues, it would be wise to get a written statement from your care provider that your condition requires an exemption. If vaccination is voluntary, we recommend that you avoid it. Vaccines have much less or no effect on bodies with crystalline cells than on bodies with carbon-based cells. We cannot tell you how to discern if your cellular structure is crystalline, but we can tell you the transformation from carbon comes with light absorption and that comes easily. As God told my mother, it is as simple as be kind. We add that during the last two decades, many souls have come in with crystalline cells and many people who are older have attained the level of light that enable the cellular change. Our thought about vaccines that require two inoculations and perhaps booster shops to be effective is 
put those in follow the money category. The individuals who years ago devised a diabolical plan to mutate a virus in a laboratory, release it in a location saturated with damaging 5G emissions and name it coronavirus 19, expected billions to die quickly. That plan failed and they had to settle for making billions from pandemic related products. Their greed is as boundless as their desire to rule your world, and in both they have lost. Light forces are retrieving the illegally and immorally amassed fortunes that help the Illuminati control life on Earth. And the curtain of the world stage is rising for the final act of a very, very long play about the darkness that permeated Earth and prevented her civilizations from evolving in conscious and spiritual awareness. The next play will be a very, very long story about love, peace, joy, prosperity and life in harmony with nature. We honour you and all other light workers for invaluable contributions to Earth's new story. Love and peace, Suzanne Ward. Well, Dolly, I think that answers why you volunteered. And you not, might not make the connection, but earlier today you were doing your show uh, a replay of your show, Dolly Shares, and you were talking about how you didn't know how you got here and you thought maybe you'd been punished and then, you know, you find out that, no, you volunteered for it and then you're going, like, was I crazy? No, this is why you're here, to bring this into reality. That's why they keep you around. Well, have you... Do you know Dolores Cannon and three waves of volunteers and the new earth that's what she read she actually read or, she, or that, ah, that right. she's made a statement that dolores cannon said i was a volunteer that's where she got that messaging yes yeah and i got i got that i was i'm a first waiver <laughs> so uh, dolly are you there are you muted yeah yeah i, I was muted yeah yeah uh isn't that something <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. Question is, would we ever volunteer again after this one? <laughs> Absolutely a good one there, Jan. I think I would look at him and say, Are you crazy? <laughs> it's like, Did I really? Was I so stupid? <laughs> I do want to point something out about Matthew's. Um, statement there Ani Avedisian was the first person talking about Putin having been assassinated and that was on this yes. show a couple of months ago and you know then when she said it to me I took a look at the the pictures of who Putin is supposed the pictures of the now Putin to the ones where the president had visited with him because I knew that was the real one and they are stark differences not only in their looks but in their energies so, you know, that that seems to be a very, very true story. And the concept that the you might not, unless you've seen this, this video, it came out during Easter, I don't probably 19, not 20. I think 20 was a, went so fast that I think it was 19. It might have been 20. And it was a hologram of the Pope waving from the, from the building. And the reason that we think it's a hologram, because when you're, when you set up a hologram, you have to have you, you, your audience is supposed to be in a certain place. Well, somebody got 
a weird angle on it and you see the Pope wave and then turn around and then just disappear. And yet in other camera angles you see him walk back into the into the building. But you see the 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 you know the two together and you go, "Oh my god, you know this is a hologram because of just the angle change allowed the hologram to fail at the the camera that was uh actually it had involved a television. It was really weird, but it was very very impressive. So with the fact that he's now saying that the Pope is at least no longer an actor um, is no surprise because we we've already done. But I was I was surprised when I was reading this. I could understand Putin was one of the. Now, are there, is he saying? Because he talks about how Nasara Jasara was taken over. Is he talking about the original Nasara Jasara or the the corrupted one? Because I've always felt that Putin was a good guy, but Pope Francis is a good guy. I find very hard to believe because of, um, you know, I mean, he just looks flipping evil. <laughs> well, I know that the, the, the Francis that you're seeing now, that's I agree with that. But <clears throat> I remember when he became Pope, I was very impressed with the, the light energy from this guy. And, and you know, the fact that just before the, the black or the white smoke comes out, that dove sat right on top of the, of the uh, chimney, the white dove. And there were other very mystical things, and my gut was telling me this is a good thing. So it may be that they had taken out the man that was elected, you know, and timeline changes. You know, but I think right. I think initially because I, I I was surprised when I started seeing the changes that you you know you know you just stated um, in him. So to me, uh, something happened to the original. Well, that's interesting because <clears throat> what popped into my head is that Q in his drops talks about Godfather Three a lot, and. It's interesting because the um, the the Pope. The, this is uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the plot, but anyway, Michael Corleone, who's the head of the mafia family, he's trying to get legitimate, and but he's he's um, he's doing deals with with the Vatican, and the deal needs to be approved by the existing Pope and the Pope is seriously ill and eventually dies. And he's, he's the, the new Pope that's voted in is a really good guy. And, um, you know, because he's a good guy and there's all this corruption and um, financial issue, you know, misdemeanors or whatever, financial crime as part of the Vatican Bank um, that he is likely to uncover, uncover he's, he's murdered he's taken out, I think they poison him in the, uh, in the movie and so it makes you wonder whether Francis when he came in from what you're saying I'm just hypothesising was actually a good guy 
and they took him out. But instead of then voting somebody else in because they could have had another good guy voted in, they just replaced him with a dark version. I'm just throwing that out there. That, that to me, is what I think happened. And interestingly enough, the... I had for, I don't I have to go look at that movie again because I don't think it made any sense to me at the time you know, but now that you're stating it that way, uh, John Paul I was assassinated because he was he was a progress well I don't like the word progressive anymore he was somebody that understood the um, problem that the Vatican was in, and that was that it was being infiltrated and controlled by the P two Masonic Order. This is all documented in a book uh, by Yallop, Y-A-L-L-O-P. And I'm trying to, in God's name is the title of the book. So, the, and, it, and it ties in with the, with the bank of, of, you know, the, 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 uh, the Vatican Bank and all of that. So, you know, I always, I, if, if I didn't know what I was seeing right now, I would think that they were discussing that. Because that was a very, very critical. There could have been a massive change then, but again, they 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 gave him too much digitalis and said it was a heart attack, and then cremated him within hours. Um, this is the Pope. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, I, I I think that the that that's exactly the scenario that went down. There was a good Pope. And that the Illuminati couldn't afford to have him there, so they put in a double. And the guy that's been running around for most of the time has been either a double or a clone. Um, I don't know. Or a hologram. Or a hologram. Or CGI, yeah. Because that's what what Matthew said in in this, wasn't it? That um, Putin was replaced with a lookalike, and the Pope usually is depicted by holography. So... um, because also, I mean, obviously it wasn't in, in The Godfather, but, you know, surely the satanic influence or the satanic control of the Vatican would have been patently obvious. I mean, we look at those um, photos of, of Vatican, it's like the hall where the, from the outside it's got the shape of a serpent's head and inside you know with all the 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 tiles it's it's like a serpent with the eyes and the fangs and everything and they've got that really kind of demonic depiction of Christ i mean the whole thing is uh, makes you shudder so surely anybody who has any light within them would discover all of that and the pedophilia and what goes on underground and of course we've we've heard about the underground tunnels being explored and the children and you know everything but of course we're we're just conspiracy theorists well i love the story about them going into the tunnels and finding miles of gold Mm. (laughs) you know and that's why nobody in in the patriot side of the fence is worried about money because they've got all the gold yeah, absolutely. 
And, you know, this is, this is coming from a number of different places, and that's the gold in the Vatican, never mind the gold that has been set aside and has been set aside since the time of John Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Because John Kennedy, and I forget his name, uh, but over there in, in uh, the eastern part of the world, I'm having, because I don't normally talk about this subject, but they have a, a whole group of people who have their little fiefdoms. Jeez, uh, it's, 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 it's flashing by me, you know. But in Indonesia. Indonesia, thank you, thank you, thank you. So the Indonesian community, their society, their culture, they have a lot of different ro- uh, uh, royal families that control certain areas, areas of the uh Let's say it's it's sort of a a group of people more so than a country, I think. And, I mean, they got their own little groups, you know. But the thing of it was... Well, I think Indonesia is a group of islands that all make up the Indonesia. It's not like one um, land mass. Right, and it's more like a federation, it seems to me, than a nation, you know, one Mm -hmm. nation. And But but they, they were always having all these differences and, you know, having problems... So they decided to essentially intermarry until they had one child that could be called king who had the blood of all the families. Do you, know, do you remember this story? No, I haven't heard that oh, at okay. all. Oh, okay. All right. So anyway, so that's what they did. And John Kennedy got with that guy. You know, the, 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 I don't think that he had all the blood, but he was like part of the their attempt to get one unified nation and he was pretty maybe his son became that you know i'm not sure if he was but he john kennedy and he get together and they he he put up you see indonesia we don't think of it as being much of a you know world actor and yet all through the history of time they're an incredible trade actor and gold they they've accumulated more gold than any place in the world this is just gold from trading. It wasn't from conquering or anything. trading. So they've got a, the vast, well, until they found the Vatican, a vast amount of informa- uh, of gold right there. And they put it up to set up the new financial system back in, you know, 61, 62, 63, that time frame we're talking. And to to actually set up what, you know, is essentially the same in my opinion, my, my feeling about it, I don't know the details, but it feels like basically the same kind of a system. So the fact that, you know, you see a lot of things happening and seemingly money being tossed everywhere, they don't care because it's all part of the theater. There's, you know, they've got yeah. the gold. Mm-hmm. And, you know... And I, I, I mean, I think it was Ben Fulford that was talking about some of this and that the the you know the illuminati the cabal were trying to trying to steal this gold from indonesia i'm pretty sure it was him uh it's actually keenan all right um what's his first name i'm trying to think of his first name. yeah um uh, yes keenan is the one that was uh out there and as a matter of fact michael uh, henry dunn worked with keenan um, on this project, because there, 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 there is a clear-cut legal 
connection to the gold and bonds, essentially. Okay, and this is again my understanding of it. No, I haven't really looked at the details. So you got these bonds that you know are supposedly being said that they they're phony or they're out of date or something by the Illuminati to, to stop it was what they were trying to do. But the the structure, the legal connection to this is very well established. And right. um, oh, God, I want to say Greg Keenan, but it's not Greg. But anyway, um, no, and I apologize. Not, I apologize. It's not that. Timothy, is it? No, 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 no. No, uh, no, it'll come to me probably before I go to sleep. <laughs> Neil, <laughs> Neil, Neil. That's Neil. it. Yes, Neil. Yeah. Keenan. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, guides. <laughs> that was an interesting signal because um, that signal came right straight through like my third eye. Because I can, mm. you know, I've got guides all over the place, and I really am so. I, I've been for most of my life just preoccupied with the work, working of my own brain. I found it very interesting. And um, I remember when I read John Locke said that the brain of a baby is like a, a blank book. And oh my God, it's for some reason that opened me up. And it was like, oh, this is, this is an important thing to figure out. How does your brain work? You, talking about yourself, myself, you know, I want to know. So that signal was an odd signal. I don't normally get something, you know, like, like like somebody shot me right through the middle of my forehead, and there were Neil. Oh God, okay. It was they even spelt it? I saw it. <laughs> it wasn't just hearing it. I saw the darn thing just Neil <laughs> spelt out. Yeah, that's funny. That's interesting. But those things are going to be happening to more and more people because <clears throat> you can't have what's happening within the 3D environment if you don't have a massive spiritual evolution occurring and that's just that that's cosmic say that again you can't have what we see transpiring in the 3d with nisar with this new concept of a future that's that has peace and love and all of this you know all of this it can't happen without a spiritual evolution of humanity Mm, yeah because first off you've got the people that are deranged and not to the not nothing they i mean they they're deranged because they're being attacked and they for some reason they're more vulnerable vulnerable to the attacks than we are i mm-hmm. would point out the cancel culture people right you know, anybody that tries to tell you how to think or how to act or how to talk is a <laughs> cancer culture person and and do you know what i'd say to them hmm. exactly what DeSantis said to Biden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but you know, and then you've got the people that are truly on. Uh, don't they're not bad? They're bad actors, and they do it for greed and for all these other kind of crappy things. But then again, I think that's control too, because you know, one of the hardest things that I had to understand is that even though I understood an energy universe, I didn't understand this that some entities need to have a direct shot in their energy system of hate and fear and evil kind of concepting. You know, things of dark nature, that that feeds them. This idea of energy vampires, you know, I used to talk about it all the time, but I never really got a full grasp of it. 
And, you know, I mean, even somebody like, um, like uh, Matthew here, you know, talking in terms of the, the bad actors need our negative energy to survive. And Which is why the, the, the whole system is set up to generate fear in people. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So listen, we're at the top of the hour here, and I thought I would just play Journey. Don't stop believing. So don't oh, I love that. Believing. Four, <laughs> four minutes. One of, one of my favorites. Here we go. <laughs> and welcome back to the Say What Show. It's February 13th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins, and with me is Dolly Howard and Jan Shaw. You guys back? Yes, I am. How's how's Dolly? Because we haven't heard from her for a while. <laughs> I wanted to ask a question earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was about Fulford. Is he still around? Sam said something. About... I don't know. I I don't. I don't kind of follow him. Um, I don't either. If somebody posts stuff, then I'll look at it. But you know, I don't. I don't buy into all the stuff he says. I have very mixed feelings, as I have about certain other people. Um, some things just don't ring true for me. But anyway, yeah, that we used to read him on Cosmic Reality. Um, Walt would read him, and you know, you'd have a, a few things that didn't seem right. But then it got more and more until we had to just stop. Mm. Yeah. So we had knows? to drag Walt along with us. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the only time we'd let him talk <laughs> when he was reading Fulford. <clears throat> so, um, Dolly, and a question occurred to me while I was having my um, little. Uh, break bathroom visit um when you had your little stroke and you don't have to talk about this if you don't want to but it it occurred to me to ask you whether you had any experience in that you know because you were on my show ages ago talking about your near-death experiences i wondered if you'd had any kind of -of out-of-body experience no not like this Uh -uh. Mm-hmm. It was a mini stroke. Maybe right. that's why I, don't, I, I lost consciousness at one point, but not as in dying. It was just I lost consciousness. Right. So no out of body experience involved in on this occasion. <laughs> no, but that uh, security guard almost had one. <laughs> <laughs> when he's asking me all this stuff people are standing there the whole room is full of these people around me they turned to him and looked at him incredulously like what the fuck are you saying to her (laughs) now how old was he Uh, I'd say middle ages middle age um he was from the Middle Ages. Was he wearing a suit of armor? <laughs> no, he's skinny. He was so skinny. Now, now when 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 uh, Annette and Russell went to the hospital, did they have to go through a metal detector, or did they have to answer the same questions? Um, 
only one could go at a time. But were they so, questioned about their carrying a gun or bullets or knives? Well, yeah, you have to go through security to get in the hospital. You mean they you didn't have do Nancy, to. They, they didn't do a Nancy Pelosi and walk around the outside. <laughs> there is and and why why would somebody want to go to hospitals? That's where people die of COVID, even if you've been shot with a bullet. Why, why would right. they, why would they want to do that? So, um, you know, it's like I don't think that's a threat. I don't think people with guns I, are a threat. I wasn't going to go. I I wasn't going to go really. I no, and I I turned to each one of the guys that was in here, and I said. Were you lobotomized when you were lobotomized, given that COVID test? Was it like a lobotomy? Was it very? Was it painful? And they all said, "Oh yeah." I said, "I'm not going." And then they stand there. What? What do you mean? <laughs> and that said, she does. She refuses to have one of those tests. She calls them a lobotomy and I said that's what they do to you and uh, so we had a discussion on whether I was going to go but they convinced me that I don't I didn't have COVID symptoms so I wouldn't get tested good as long as they didn't try and vaccinate you (laughs) oh my gosh there's no way there's Mm. no I would have screamed the hospital down the walls would have come tumbling they're not going to vaccinate me. Uh, the issue is whether they tried it when you weren't conscious. Uh, no, that was when I was home. Oh, when you weren't conscious. Yeah. Okay, good. The sneaky little devils. You know, I, I went and had my eyes appointment again, and the doctor, I don't, he, he doesn't say very much. He comes in, he gets a lot of money for coming in, looking through a scope at my eyes, then looking at the computer screen and then you know that's it but um the last time i was in there i was complaining about i had to take a test and i was complaining because the door was open so there was light on the screen i said i probably failed that and he he was getting mad at me because i I wouldn't listen to his explanation as to why you know i know i I know i think you need to clarify it was not a covid test no, it was an eye test. I said yeah. I went to my eye thing. Okay, so thank you. And so what he he said is he said, this is the COVID. And he got, you know, really intense, you know, protocols. And I said, oh, my God, you're a Trumper. And he said, yes, I am. And I said, I knew I loved you. <laughs> you know, so, so this time, this time he, he says to me, uh, did you get your vaccination? And I said, no. No, he said, are you going to get the vaccination? And I said, no. And he said, why? I said, because I want to live. <laughs> and he has, he has interns there. You know, uh, he's, that's why I go to him because he is so, uh, got such a good reputation and he has a lot of students that come from all over the country uh, to be there. So one of those students was there and, you know, he he gets into these little things with them, you know, and he he's looking at her and he's going, see, she doesn't understand what we're talking about. She doesn't. She doesn't. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but we're Trumpers, so we understand. We do indeed, don't we? 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, bless the poor brainwashed creatures. Oh, well, unfortunately, know. they're good friends of mine. They're my family. They're, you know, uh, people that I would... They're in the government that, you know, are running things. I mean... God, what do we what do we have to do to wake these people up? We've got to be able to stop this crazy brain control thing that's happening. And I, I'll tell you, I got a link to patents that go back to the earliest one I saw was 1976 on experiments and uh, equipment that was copyrighted. I mean, uh, patented. So it's all these patents, and I didn't count how many there were, but they went on and on and on and on, all talking about using different techniques to be able to understand what happens in a brain and being able to control it. Well, there's a, a major document. I don't know if it's a CIA document. I couldn't tell you what the, what the you know, where to get it or what the subject is, but it's all about how they use television to brainwash people and it's all based on science and everything else um and you know when you look at it and when you when you consider the things that you know i read out in that article about the british hospitals you know and all this transgender stuff and uh gender inclusivity the extent to which people have been brainwashed is absolutely unbelievable and these people you know in some respects i'm hoping that when ascension happens it literally will split them off from us because the level of the lack of logical and critical thinking and their their susceptibility to this brainwashing is to me astounding well, it's more than astounding. It's very frightening. Like I, you know, yeah. when I when I was back in the military, so it was like nineteen seventy four, five. No, no, it was after I gotten out, so it was like seventy six. I was informed that they were going to use the electromagnetic signaling. At that time, we had you know very little, no Wi Fi, none of this stuff out there, but they were going to use it for mind control and as well. It was called psionic warfare at that time. Now they'll call it psychic warfare, but it was psionics at the time. And just just so, I mean, they, they, this list of patents went on and on and on and on. But one of the patents was involving, or a few of them actually, ended up involving what's called voice-to-skull technology. And I just want to read this, okay, so that people understand. Say that again. What was that term? Voice to skull. Ah, I thought you said waste a skull. No, <laughs> voice. You. The voice okay. to skull. Thank you. All right. Um, so let me just read this because it'll give you a feeling for what we're talking about here uh, and why certain things happen to certain people. Um, okay. Uh, it's been around for, for almost as long. Uh, okay. It's been around for a long time. That makes sense since Tesla invented the radio. Our enemies call it artificial telepathy, or AT. The technology is similar to your cell phone. Satellites link the sender and the receiver. A computer multiplexer routes the voice signal of the sender 
through microwave towers to a specified location or cell. Uh, that's your brain? Out of nowhere, a voice booms out in the mind of the target. The skull has no firewall and therefore cannot shut the voice out. That voice can be transmitted at different frequencies, some of which are audible to your conscious mind and some not. And there will always be a hypnotist's voice that you can't hear laying in suggestions. You know when you find yourself doing something unusual or unhealthy, or you just have a sudden impulse to do something dumb, or when you just can't remember things? That's them. Or they might be playing music to you. You know, when you just got a song stuck in your head all day long, you can bet it's been playing on VK, they call it V2K, the voice to skull. And that it contains hypnotic suggestions. Most people know that grocery stores will play music that contains subliminal messaging. That technology has been around for a long time. What they don't know is that same technology is used in their minds. After all, it is called mind control. That's um, that's really interesting because um, I can't remember where I read it now. <laughs> Maybe I was mind controlled at the time. Uh, but there, are, <laughs> there are a lot of reports that say that these people that are involved in the mass shootings and and so on, claim to hear voices and of course we know about mk ultra and manchurian candidate and all the rest of it and uh you know that kind of ties in with these the these people hear the voice they carry out the mass murder and then oh they've they've been taken out so that they can't testify convenient i have something good I was waiting for somebody to take a breath. Fire away. <laughs> um, I wanted to share with you, you tickle me when you say Michigan. Who, me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, go I'd on. I never heard it said that way. We say Michigan. Ah. <laughs> like, shh. shh but that S-H. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's crazy because it's spelled C-H. I never even noticed that until I heard you say Michigan. (laughs) Uh, That tickles me. So my another note to myself was, oh, yeah, the pharmacy tech. The day that I got out of the hospital, we went to pick up uh, the script that for my uh, dizziness. And... The pharmacy tech was all excited. She got her second COVID shot. Oh. I said, "Are you kidding?" She said, "No. Don't you? Didn't you get yours? No way in hell am I going to get one." I told her, "Well, don't you love me enough that you would get a COVID shot?" Uh, I didn't answer that. I thought, "Well, I love me enough to not get one." And. Um- I would love you enough to advise you not to go near it with a barge pole. <laughs> She'd already done it. She got Yeah. Well, yeah, quite. So I didn't uh, I didn't pursue that subject cuz she was so proud of herself. 
and oh, and she pursued it though, trying to talk me into it. Well, they probably get a bonus for for when they persuade people to take a vaccine. It's just like doctors do, don't they? That's why they're pushing all these vaccines. You know, when babies are born, they get they get a kickback. The more people that are vaccinated, so it's follow the money, as always. I was in to see my cardiologist. Well, Annette and I both. Uh, go at the same time uh, and he was saying have you gotten no he said you should get your COVID shot as soon as you can and evidently Annette gave him one of those dropped head looks and I'm sitting there <laughs> shaking my head no and he started smiling really big you could tell he was smiling and he said you're not going to do it are you <laughs> we both said no <laughs> I couldn't tell if he was smiling because he agreed with us or because he knows us well enough to know we would not do that <laughs> but uh, even he got a kick out of us saying no uh-uh. well you know it makes you wonder whether they're kind of under instruction to you know, state this as the party line. You know, you must encourage people to get their COVID vaccination. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or else, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, if you think about, you know, this has been going on for years, hasn't it? You know, if you think about all these Walgreens and CVS and all the rest of them, and even the Walmarts and everywhere else, get your free flu shot here. Now, why do those places give out free flu shots? You know, because it's part of the agenda. And it's like, (laughs) I use expletives, you know, it's a bit like when I see a sign, you know, one of these um, automated signs on the side of the road. They used to have it, you know, on the way into Durango, you know, wear a mask. (laughs) And the thing is, it was so funny because... I went on a, a drive with Kenny, who owns the place where I'm staying, and I was driving, and we're uh, driving on this road, and it says, wear a mask, uh, you know, keep six feet apart. So you're in a car together, <laughs> yeah. and okay, uh, how are we going to keep six feet apart? You've got you've to hang on to the back of the car <laughs> and run along behind. <laughs> it I is. Mean, crazy oh i i just get it's a good job we have a sense of humor you know i mean i said that on the show about uh you know how it's so interesting how the people that are awake when they're under attack by all these uh you know sleepers how we respond with humor and we can laugh at it and yet you know, the other side gets so triggered by everything. And the only way they can deal with it is by attacking people. It just shows the difference in the vibration of these people. Low vibration. Everything's an attack. They're completely controlled by ego. They're in fear. You know, whereas whereas we're laughing at everything and putting funny memes out with... with um, Oh, uh, not Biden. 
Oh, what's his name? That's been on all the, you know, sitting there with his mittens on. Oh, Sanders, uh, Bernie Sanders, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. You know, and everybody's having an absolute ball laughing at all these things, and yet the, uh, you know, the snowflakes and the Democrat supporters are, you know, tearing the hair out and going ballistic. The heads are exploding. <laughs> well, did you hear about them arresting somebody who had made a meme that was? Not yes. to their liking? I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're insane. Well, they were claiming the meme was to do, and it was, I don't know if it was a joke going around, but it was that you could vote by text. Oh, okay. And if, and, if, and if you texted your vote to this number, your vote would be registered. And they arrested them. I think there were a couple of people. They arrested them on the grounds that they were giving misleading information about voting and therefore preventing people from voting properly. No, I think this might be a different case where the guy made ah. a comical meme. I mean, oh, that really? is. It might be the same thing. But I just heard, I was, I was listening to, you know, Fox News. The only place you can get news. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I was just like, okay, I didn't watch what they were presenting in the, what do they call that, the impeachment? Mm-hmm. The trial. The trial, yeah, right, the trial. With the ju- it was the, a trial, <clears throat> the, the trial the ju- fa- failed. <laughs> where, the, where the judge was, was part of the jury. Oh, really? Good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the Supreme Court justice, the head of it, wouldn't even participate because he knew that this was a bogus thing. But they yeah. went right on with it. But anyway, so I, I'm listening to um, to Fox. Now, the primary people that you have on Fox that uh, would be, prob- you know, you'd call them Trumpers, um, is Carlson, uh, Tucker Carlson, and, of course, Hannity, and Ingrams. And... Then, and then, it was Lou Dobbs until they just until got they rid just of fired him. him. Yeah, but yeah. those three people are one after the other every night. Okay, <laughs> and what you see when you actually go through each of the shows is that they talk about some of the same stories, but they always have a different take on it. And so then the other night, the other day, last night I think they were showing what. The MSM was saying about the presentation of the Republicans. Now, on Fox, all these three people and their guests were talking about how they blew the Democratic, you know, crazy-ass story out of the water, which included many of the things that you discussed on your show, you know, that they had cut and pasted clips that were... were totally misleading, then this would have been gotten them thrown in jail themselves as lawyers for having even presented it well, if it was a real trial. And if it was fact-checks, it would have had a thing saying, this is out of context. <laughs> right, right. So, but you had that, you had, so the Fox people are discussing the, you know, that, oh, this is over. And then you get the MSM, and they were like, First off, all of their rhetoric had the same phrases in it. And they were presenting it that these Republican lawyers, that Trump's lawyers were just awful. They fell on their swords. They didn't do anything that was, you know. And a totally different interpretation, and I'm assuming that some of them, or at least the person that might have written the text that they were all reading because it was all the same verbiage, 
Oh, yeah, it's Mockingbird Media. They all get the same narrative. But most people don't watch something like Fox and see no. that, you know, exactly. when they put them together. Because, I mean, you how much of this do you have to watch? I mean, I did. I used to watch mainstream media. Watch Fox? Oh, good Lord, no. And I would do it probably for eight hours a day, not because I believed it, but because I wanted to know what they were telling the American people. And, you know, if you watch that much of it, you see the similarity in actually the texting. I mean, the, the, the verbiage that they're using. So, you, you, you know, but that, that took a tremendous amount of time. We don't have the time to actually go through and look at all these and, and stumble on the exact time where they're all saying the same thing. You know? No, some people have put uh, videos together about it. But I have a question that occurred to me a few minutes ago, which is given what you're talking about in terms of these. Um, you know, the psychic warfare and the brainwashing and the MK Ultra and the Mockingbird media. What makes some of us immune? Because we've been we've been subjected to the same crap and yet we see straight through it. Okay, um it comes down to frequency because what they're targeting you, you have a signal, you have a way of controlling, but individuals have different frequencies, parameters, based on where they lived, who they were, were grown up with. I mean, so many factors go into it that every single, let's say, signal parameter for a human being is different. However, statistically, there are a certain group that is in the norm, there's more people having a, you know, a set of parameters that are the same, and that's what you target. You target the biggest audience that you can get, that, but you have to have them in a frequency that they can modulate. Okay, that's the technical way of explaining it. But it comes down to the fact that certain people that have been sent here as volunteers or you know they've just evolved here, they have a different frequency, a different set of parameters. The way that well, we sure. look at the way that we look at life changes our parameters. So they haven't been able to tune their equipment to take out people that are free thinkers. And I, you know, it's interesting because you know you're talking about the environment, the brought up, and everything else. My parent, well, my. I don't know about my real father because I never knew the guy. Well, not since I was after seven. But my mother and my stepfather particularly were so flipping bigoted in terms of racism. Um, and yet I, I rejected that completely. I rejected it completely because, you know, I mean, in England at the time, there was a, a very high immigrant population of Indians and people from Pakistan um, that were, were, were brought in in about the 60s, I think, when, you know, things started taking off after the war and they didn't have enough bus drivers and enough this and enough that. And, uh, you know, when I was at, not, not at school, but when I went to um, college, and, and this was not, doing degree college this was between school and university you know I was with 
um, particularly uh, there's a guy who I oh he was so handsome he was he was uh, um, um, a Ugandan Asian because you know when Edie Armin was in and he did a you know he was this genocide of Indians in uh, in Uganda and he and his family fled to the UK and you know I was mixing with other you know, Pakistanis and really good-looking guys. And of course, I was a teenager, and I mean, I dated a couple of guys. If my parents had known that I was dating non-white guys, they would have gone absolutely ballistic. But I refused to take on that bigotry because it's like, well, God, isn't this about people? Why should I be... Um, prejudiced against people that are really nice people, no matter what colour they are. I think my stepfather was influenced probably by his parents, but also the fact that he served, I think it was in Burma in the Second World War. And again, you know, the, the natives were seen as, you know, um, second-class citizens, not even human, you know, because of the colour and everything. I mean, the level of bigotry was horrendous. So we must have some built-in, you know, because we, we come as volunteers, whatever, come as light workers, whatever. We must have some inbuilt resistance to that kind of indoctrination. Yes. Absolutely. They can't get through a frequency. It's, it's like a, a a crystal, okay, that's in us that just keeps... And, and it's a frequency modulator so that even though they might get a, a, a similar signature parameter, because of this mechanism that we have in us, it keeps changing. So they get it once and then they, they can, you know, it's like you know, the Borg, you know, you'd shoot at the Borg and then they would readjust and they'd put their, their protector up, their shields up, you know, in a different frequency to stop whatever you were doing. And that's exactly what we have inside of us, certain mm. people. Now, <clears throat> I just did a scan. And in, in, in truth, there is an awful lot of people that have that mechanism, but it's not turned on. And that's why they're being controlled. Ah, okay, and interesting. I, so, so I said, um, well, how do we turn them on? And they said, leave them alone. And I said, I can't do that. You know, and so it's like that's that. And then, and then I started talking to you about it. But it is, <clears throat> it is a crystalline, a crystalline effect. It is a crystalline because of okay, the energy is so pure, so rich so fundamentally full of quantum potential that it takes the shape in the 3D body as a crystal. All right. It's interesting about what they said, leave them alone, because I think my my belief is that everybody's on a timer and it's like the timer is set to switch it on at absolutely the right time for that person and also it's like you know as you know I've done a lot in terms of what the horses have taught me and when you put pressure on 
And this, this applies to dogs, it applies to horses, it applies to humans. The more pressure you put on to try and make something happen, the more pushback you get. So it's like you. this is why I think, you know, Q and the White Hats are approaching it the way they are because you cannot force people to open their eyes and see the truth. You can present them with things to give them the opportunity to choose to see things in a different light, but you can't force them. Because any time, and this is the same with manifestation, you try and manifest something by pushing to make it happen. And what you're doing is you, you're pushing, you're getting pushback. It's like what you resist persists. If you resist the idea that they are brainwashed, the brainwashing persists because we're trying to resist that they're not awake and push against them to wake them up. And all we get is derangement syndrome back because they're not ready. I mean, I didn't really wake up, even though I've had this, you know, this uh, philosophy of life. You know, I'm not prejudiced. I've always said it's about the character and the individual. It's nothing to do with, you know, um, racism and color of skin or anything else it's but i didn't waken up to the bigger picture of what was going on until i was oh probably about 50 maybe 49 50 and yet other people are awake so much earlier and i think we each have our time clock in terms of what is our time to awaken? What is our time to to wake up from the dream? And and depending upon the role that we've agreed to pet to play in this whole movie, you know, the, all the words of stage and we're players in it, as Shakespeare said. Depending upon the role that we are here to play then we're going to wake up at different times because in a way we have to experience the matrix in order to recognize that, that that we are awake if that makes sense and each of us will will come awake at different times so if we think about what has happened in the last um well let's say eight seven to 16 17 years you know we're leading up to this 2012 you know the the shift is going to happen then and if we think about what's happened over the years to where we are now we're coming we've come into a really critical monumental time and so that's been the the trigger the alarm that goes off to say okay now it's time to awaken because now's the time that you're needed to play that role if we if perhaps if we'd awakened earlier we'd have tried to force something through that it wasn't time for it to happen and perhaps that's why certain people in that same time frame have woken up when they're much much younger because it's coordinating with the with the cosmic events you know that's well that's that's what i think that's brilliant absolutely brilliant 
Well done. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. That's what I was going to say before you said it. So we're in agreement. Oh, yeah. Take credit for what she was about to say. That's not nice. Look look for the (laughs) note herself. Say what? Look at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. Not that time. Well, of course, you know, when we're tuned in, we tend to think the same thoughts, don't we? (laughs) (laughs) And you guys aren't letting me talk. Well, if you can just... Just say, I want to say something for crying out loud. If (laughs) we wait, if we wait for you to unmute your, your button for heaven's sakes, we got dead space in my programming and I don't like dead dead space. (laughs) And then I forget what I'm going to (laughs) say. Just say, Hey, and I'll say, Oh, Dolly's here. We'll let her talk. (laughs) I hate to do that though. Well, do it because otherwise you yell at us and then we feel... F you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to go and bleep a bunch of stuff. Mom, we're here to ask us to help you. Because I try to do everything by myself and I can't do shit anymore. At least right now till I overcome this mini stroke. And I always feel bad asking somebody to help me. I'm oh. so used to you have to do it yourself or it's yeah. not getting done. So well, do it, your, to, do it yourself oh, and say, oh, hey, I want to say something. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, Dolly, I used to think I had to do everything myself. And it was all part of this issue around, oh, I'm not good enough. If I, if I show that I have to ask somebody else for help, it means that, you know, I'm not adequate, I'm not good enough, and I can't do it, and blah, 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 blah. And it was a real ego issue. Yep. And as soon as I let go of that and said, look, I don't have to be good at everything, and started to ask for help and was open to saying, look, can you give me a hand with this? Or, you know, I need some information or this. I, I don't quite know how to do that. Do you know, it was like a weight off my shoulders. And it, it the thing is, it, it coupled with this idea of with with training myself to be grateful and open to receiving because if you know you know what people are like they receive a compliment and they brush it off and say no 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 no," you know and and I train I retrain myself to say oh thank you very much and if people offered me something instead of saying oh no 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 you shouldn't do that no I couldn't possibly accept that you're telling the universe that you're not willing to accept. So I had to retrain myself. Well, thank you very much. That's really generous of you. And so actually there is a cycle of giving and receiving. And good people like to give. So by you asking somebody to help you, you're actually giving them the pleasure of giving and then you can give them the pleasure back of of your gratitude. You're you're preventing them from having that wonderful feeling that you've helped somebody. Have you ever thought of it that way? Oh, I tell people that all the time. <laughs> so why aren't you doing it? <laughs> <laughs> because that's different. <laughs> 
In fact, Sam in the chat room has said exactly the same thing. Yes, and see, that's exactly what I tell people all the time. Let other yeah, people well, you help have to you because you are giving them a gift by allowing them to help you. But do yeah, you think I can do it myself? You Not have to walk all the time. You're too old to train? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I was doing pretty good at it. Until I started getting uh, not feeling so good, and mm. then I I I regressed. I don't know why, but I regressed, and I've been asking Annette and Russell lately to help me. But then this afternoon, I I got a bug in my butt again, and I went and made my own hamburger when I should have asked Annette to, but. I didn't want to bother her. She was enjoying herself. But next time, I'm just going to bother her. Did you almost burn down the kitchen? No. Annette does that. (laughs) And now Russell. (laughs) Oh, Oh, dear. (laughs) I think those those, uh, alarm things are just too sensitive because they're really burning stuff. But once they open that oven door the doggone alarms go off I think it's smelling what's coming out of the oven that uh, oh smoke alarms are a pain in the butt I get that all the time you know even the toaster yeah when sets the flipping alarm off it's like give me a break (laughs) I'm I'll threaten it I'll say I'll take your battery away (laughs) you're sorry I'll take your battery away. <laughs> That's a good one, Jane. I'm going to tell it next time. I'm going to take your battery away if you don't stop that crap. <laughs> the other thing is it doesn't work if it's wired into the building. <laughs> but mine isn't. It's a battery one. So don't you do that again. <laughs> and I, I do swear at it. <laughs> I'm cooking, for God's sake. (laughs) So every time the Uh, oven is used, the whole neighborhood knows we're using the oven. (laughs) Well, I don't use my oven that much because it's only small, you know, my little RV. And it's all bottom heat. And I did a... I cooked a pizza in there. Oh, it's going back a few months. I haven't bothered since. And the bottom was literally cremated. And it's like, oh, God, this is awful. Because the, the, the distance between the the rack and the flame, because it's a gas oven, is only like a couple of inches. So you've got all this direct heat underneath. So... <laughs> Oh, it's, and you uh, can't really turn it over. It's a pizza for crying out loud. Well, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I know a friend who, you know, the friend that I got to know when I was up in Bayfield, she bought one of these um, pizza stones to put oh, on, yeah. on the rack so it kind of distributes the heat. So I think I might have to indulge myself and get one of those. But <laughs> We have a couple of those, and that uh-huh. uses them all the time. All right. <laughs> what are you doing that for? But yes, these uh, these smoke detectors are a pain in the butt. Russell, stop it. Russell's being bad. 
In what way? <laughs> he was out in the lanai and shining a f- flashlight into my bedroom and my eyes. Ah, right, because, of course, it's nearly 8 o'clock there, isn't it? It's not dark here yet. It's 10 to 6. So. Oh, it's dark here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You I have asked him, why are you getting... doing that? And he said, because I can. <laughs> He's enjoying being here in Florida. Yeah, I bet. And it's nice to get the the nights getting lighter, you know, the days getting longer. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a fan of winter and the dark nights. And, of course, Arizona is one of the few states that doesn't have this stupid... Um, change the clock policy oh that's nice mm, except that I probably won't be here in the summer I'll be back up in Colorado so oh. where they do but uh, anyway whatever <laughs> so anyway so the president is passed another impeachment trial <laughs> another oh, I- farce <laughs> the former president, I should say. And they've, they've showed the uh, deep state making asses of themselves right right out. Again, again. Yes, again in uh, yes, with Fernando, videos. Yes, Fernando was saying in the chat, um, you know, it was handed over to the military in the interim, so... And, of course, we're still waiting to see, you know, we've got these Supreme Court cases being heard. I think it's the 19th and the 26th. And I don't know if you've seen any of the reports on uh, on the meet, on the Internet, but showing, and I think it's, it's a, I don't know if it's at Mar-a-Lago or a Trump Tower or whatever, but showing an absolute leap in the cost of a hotel room on the 3rd and 4th of March from like a, I think it must be a Trump Tower, from a fairly typical 500 a night, which is pretty expensive, goes up to over 1,000 a night on the 3rd and 4th. Now, and, are, you, and, are you saying that this is in Florida in Largo or I can't remember where it is but it what what the implication is is that there's something significant going to happen on the 3rd and 4th and the 4th was if I'm not incorrect the original inauguration date correct. Correct. when the republic the constitutional republic was you know well, was in place what the story is, is that, and a lot of people wouldn't know this because it, we don't get enough history taught to us, but there was a provisional government before the Constitution was actually written. So that con- contingent government was got the Constitution all together. And then at that point, that's the actual time that the Republic is formed. Is under the Constitution, and the date that the George Washington was sworn in was March fourth, mm-hmm. and that's where that date becomes, you know, a target point. Right, right. Interesting. So, mm. so, so if, 
if these hearings happen, sorry to interrupt, Dolly, I'll give you space in a sec. <laughs> if these hearings happen, and actually, I don't know what the process is for those Supreme Court, whether it's that they pass it to a court to hear all the evidence, in which case there wouldn't be time to get all that out to prove the election fraud, you know, before the 4th. But, um, you know, if, if, if all is revealed towards the end of this month that Trump was the legitimate winner of the election, then maybe that's the timetable. I don't know. So, sorry, Dolly, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Carry on. The floor is yours. So did we ever say anything about Mike Lindell being uh, brave enough to put out his proof? I did on my show. I talked about absolute proof. And in fact, I talked about it last week. uh, I heard you say it, yeah. Yeah, and about how, you know, all of these companies are refusing to stock his pillows and other products and things, part of the cancel culture. But uh, there's, as I said, there's another one as well. Um, I've forgotten the name of it now. But, but yeah, Lynn, you know him and Sidney Powell and uh, Lynn Wood, of course, who's try- they're trying to um, brand as a complete lunatic because George. I think I oh know. Is it where does he practice? It's Georgia, isn't it? I think so. They, what yeah. Is who practice? Linwood. Oh, Linwood. Oh, okay. I think it was Sorry, it was Georgia. Although I think he's now moving to South Carolina. I'm not sure, but um, they were trying to force him to take a psychological test because they claim he's insane because he's saying all these things about. Uh, pens and you know the pedophilia and everything else so that uh, that, you know. that video you were thinking of is called unmasked if we uncovered the truth about yes. the 2020 election all right i have a link to that rumble because it's not going to be on youtube um that <laughs> rumble uh presentation and and it, it's above the chat box you have to go to the top of the page and you'll see it it says unmasked, and three-quarters of voters think fraud occurred during the election. So you can go directly to that one. And, yes, we talked about uh, that Mike Lindell thing uh, yes, or last week, Dolly. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't remember that. Okay. It, it was you and I, because okay. Barbara didn't show up. Well, I remember that we we were the two on there, but... <laughs> And I have to say, my memory. it was a great show. I was listening to it, oh, and I did. I, I did actually put a note to, to um, come on, brain work to <laughs> Nancy to say, you know, as because she'd asked me if I wanted to be on the show. I said, well, you know, as I'm going to be on the next two weeks, I won't. But when she said that. She hadn't been able to get a hold of Barbara. I said, you know, if you want me to come on the show, I'm I'm okay with that. And she didn't see it, so I was just listening to the show and enjoying it. But it was really good. Just well, the two of you Well, chatting. thank you for that. It was great, yeah. Thank you for that. Of course, Dolly doesn't yeah. remember it because she was probably starting to have a stroke. Mm. I have been not feeling well for 
like a week at least. Okay, did you did you listen to the Cosmic <laughs> Reality show that you didn't get on, but but uh, Walt talked about calcium? No, I didn't. I actually what? I actually messaged. I, I was um, in the hospital. I know that, and I messaged oh. Annette after I I said Walt started talking about uh, she, the girl that he had. I shouldn't a woman that he had um, do a, a scan of him to see what was wrong with him because his blood pressure was so high and they couldn't get it down. He was on three medications and blah, blah, blah. And she said, you got too much calcium in your blood. And oh, so and she, that was saying that, yeah. Yeah, so I messaged um, her because one of the things that happens, see, calcium, too much calcium is more dangerous than too little calcium. And too much calcium can go into the heart, the lungs, the liver, and go all over kidneys. It can it can build up in all sorts of places, including in one case, this w- woman's eyes. She kept crystals kept getting formed, of calcium. Oh. So, um, and you kept and you told me the night before that you drank uh, chocolate milk every night. Uh-huh. Well, you should listen to that show because he got into how actually dangerous milk is. Really? Yep, yep. And oh, for goodness' uh, sake! Yeah, it, it's um, it's going to play two hours from the end of this one, but you can get it in the archives, and it is on YouTube. It's in podcast, so it's up there. Uh, very, very interesting. I had never really heard it, but then again, all my life I hated milk. I wouldn't drink it. <laughs> so I used to drink it raw, right from the cow. Well, that's probably, probably you know on the better. farm. That's how we drank it. Yes, that's probably better. I mean, it's better to have it that way. But what he was saying is that the if you think of it, a, a cow's milk compared to human milk is very thick. And why? Because it's got so much in it. It's got to take a a, a big calf and make it into a big critter. It's so it's, it's so they have to pump a whole lot more into it. So you're oversaturating your body with with uh, too much calcium in this case. Oh shit! I'm in big trouble. <laughs> well, maybe Why? you should listen to it too if you drink a lot of milk or cheese. Well, cheese is like I, concentrated milk. Yeah, I mean my I mainly use almond milk, but I do okay. put heavy cream in as well. Uh, well, because. What I what I did, I always used to have to have sugar in my coffee, and you know sugar is a main uh, contributor to cancer. So I thought, right, I'm going to cut out sugar as much as possible, and I would add the cream to the almond milk to give a a kind of richness of flavour. So I didn't need the sugar, but maybe it's like, well, you know. You, you cut one thing out because you think it's bad and you introduce something else and it's just as bad. <laughs> you know, I, I, well, I talk about these things because I know something and I've integrated it into my life for so long that, you know, I don't even think to tell other people because it, they don't seem to understand it. But in reality, you can take anything that is is negative and make it positive for your body. You just yeah. put out that intent. You know? Well, yeah, and to be honest, as I have said on multiple shows, um, multiple times, you know, I get sick so rarely, so rarely. Um, and when I do, I heal myself. It's, uh, 
and so much is in the mind, isn't it? Because our mind controls our body. Energy universe it, needs a conscious exactly. thought. Yeah. No, as soon as we say, I'm vulnerable to COVID, I'm susceptible to this. Oh, my God, I, my genes say I can get breast cancer. Oh, dear, this could happen. Then what are you doing? You're manifesting it. I mean, my mother had uh, chronic leukemia. Uh, I've forgotten the term exactly. That was discovered when she was in her 50s, I think. She had breast cancer. She had gallbladder issues. She had all sorts of things. Have I ever thought, oh, my God, my mother had this. That means I'm susceptible to breast cancer. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, my mother had leukemia. Uh, Is there a chance I might get that? Oh, my mother had gallbladder issues. Oh, oh God, I could get that. No, I do not even entertain the possibility. And I've also learned about epigenetics, which I would certainly recommend other people to do. Read The Biology of Belief by Bruce Lipton. Because, you know, the moment we entertain that possibility in our mindset, we're making ourselves susceptible to it. Absolutely. Listen, we're at the end of this show here, so you guys want to say adios to the listeners? After you, hot Dolly, because we don't want to feel that you're being shut down. That's right, that's right. <laughs> well, it was nice being back home, y'all. And uh, I'll be talking to you the next time I talk to you. And I'm so happy that you're back, Dolly. And I send you lots of love and big hugs and uh, good energy. And I want to thank everybody for listening and everybody in the chat room. I've had a ball tonight. It's been one of those high vibrational days. You know, I put some comedy out there and we've had a good laugh. And the the vibration is high today. (laughs) So, um, and I'm going to be on next week as well. So I'm looking forward to that. And thank you. Nancy. And I just want well, to point... exciting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, every every month now, I'm on week two and week three. Yep, until we find somebody oh, else. Well, when we run out of things to talk about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if I, that ever happens. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking never. <laughs> and I just want to uh, reach out to the audience there and all my co-hosts because, you know, in this strange world we're in, my family and my friends have deserted me, but I've got a new family and friends. And that's what I think of you guys as. You know, that's why I, I it, 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 yes, I have a lot of time I spend in doing radio work, but to me, that's a pleasure. Because you're there for me, and, and I'm there for you. And it just, we're together, and we can work together to make a difference here. And we have made a difference. I've gone back over some of the shows that we did in 16 and even before that, and it's astounding how you can see where we were then and how we influenced where we are now. So, you know, thank you for not only just listening to us, but participating in a little changing of the collective consciousness of humanity. And we'll see you next time. Be safe. I I couldn't. Can I just say this? Yes. I couldn't agree more because 
you know, one of the things about anyone who is in this audience and anybody who is on this journey is a light worker. And we are spread across the globe because we're meant to hold light in different places. So I have very, very few, if any, friends in the locality in which I live. And I consider the cosmic reality family to be my family. I'm a, I've become a real recluse, you know. It's like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to go out there. But I love to be here in this family every Saturday, you know, where we can all have fun together and change, exchange ideas in the chat room. And uh, I just love, love you all. I'm so glad we're on this journey together. I look forward to Tuesdays and Saturdays all the time. Because yep. y'all are here. Bless you all. Be safe. Say what? Say what radio show? With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong.